Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, March 11th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to read again from the 11th chapter of John's Gospel. But before that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, in this world where sometimes all we see around us is death, may we be reminded that you are the God of resurrection that you lift us from the ashes, from the dust, and bring us to new life. God, may we be people who see and believe the resurrection that's happening all around us. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. As you may remember, if you've been listening this week, we've been hearing about the raising of Lazarus. And so we are going to pick up where Jesus goes to the village where Lazarus is. From the 11th chapter of John's Gospel, verses 30 through 44. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he, who opened the eyes of the blind man, have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench, because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, where have you never been 
that you would go tomorrow if you had the means. Like hypothetically, if you didn't have to go spend two weeks in Dallas because you, right, right. you love your daughter. Because yeah. Dallas go, would not have been my Dallas answer. Dallas would not have been your answer. Mm. Well, I will say that I've reached the age where like Brian and I have a good enough income that I've got a passport ready at all times. Like if he <laughs> wants to sweep me off somewhere, I'm all about it. That you let, being him, you said, let him know that too. Yes. Yeah. I've never... Um, been out of the country except for like the bahamas on like a disney cruise where you don't even have to have a passport brett (laughs) no stamps so uh i think the dream for me i really want to go to rome i want to see all the churches i mean i know that sounds ridiculous but i really do i would like to go to the holy land but there's something about kind of those european cathedrals and all that they it just feels like a deeper part of tradition or history so that's where um brian if you're listening you want to take me anywhere that's where we can go (laughs) what about you um you know uh at one point i probably would have said st petersburg but i'm probably going to x that one out right now yeah you think they're a little busy i don't really don't really want to go there um (laughs) but the 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 place i think the place i'm itching for really hard right now is is to do amsterdam uh because of the Van Gogh museum because of rembrandt's work that's in that's there because of just like yeah. the dike system and and the tulips and the windmills would be really neat but i feel like that's actually attainable for me whereas mm-hmm. like someplace like new zealand or australia would be really cool i'm like i don't think i'm ever going to get there like that's <laughs> it's like i don't that seems like too far of a, a flight for me too so, far of a drive so i thought I'll, you were too far of a drive. so i'll say there uh because i don't know if that'll ever happen where i think i think i'll get to amsterdam at some yeah point. so yeah. to the whisk away i'll say uh, a new zealand or an australia it's a little hard because i married someone who doesn't value travel that much mm-hmm. right so um the chances of whisking are very low in my life, and he's worth I have it. Enjoyed how, much, how much? How many times we've said whisk? I know, I love it. Episode. It's the only time being whisked sounds good. It doesn't sound good to the eggs. <laughs> oh, but to our scripture, <laughs> this passage I think offers us an incredibly intimate look at Jesus's life. Uh, why do you think that we get this image of Jesus? weeping you know i think jesus weeps because jesus loves he loved lazarus and mary and martha and when he is with the sisters and he can feel their grief i think his must well up also and i love this imagery because there have been times where grief has been strong with me and to imagine our Lord and Savior also crying is, is important to me um, for some reason. But I think there is this um, statement being made that to love is to at times weep, hmm. even for our Lord and Savior, maybe especially for our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Yeah. I You know, this, this, um, I was actually, just thinking about it oh, while you were talking instead of listening to you, I was thinking about what I was going to say. Oh, know, good. It's like totally uh, yeah. the way it should be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that this passage, like all the way through, almost represents of like how I think about God sometimes versus how God really is. And, and what I mean by that is the first half, we have this uh, 
very confident, almost detached Jesus uh, of Jesus them being like, we should go. And he's like, let's wait. And, you know, he's like, I know what's going to happen there. There's 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 this air of of, of yeah confidence of, of Jesus knows what's going to happen, that we'll see the glory of God, that it's going to be this good thing. And then Jesus sees the weeping and it says he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. And he weeps alongside the women and the mourners who are with the women. Uh, and that's who our, I think that's who our God is. Um, but so often I think it's really easy to think of God as this, um, you know, kind of deistic creator who set the world in motion. And, is and in then some, took a step back. Took a step back and is in some far off place. But this offers uh, the intimate look at, at God, uh, that God sees us weeping and is greatly disturbed and weeps mm-hmm. with us. Um, you know, I, I, I think it was the first time I've, I've really uh, noticed it. Of, I do think Jesus deeply cares for Lazarus, and that's what what the Jew the Jews think. And I I'll have to check in the other in the synoptics about how this plays off. But verse thirty three very clearly says, when he saw her weeping and the yep. Jews who came who were also weeping. He was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. You know, it's not just the death of someone. It's seeing someone suffer. Yeah. I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah. I I can remember once when my younger brother was very sick and we didn't know if he would make it through it. And I remember thinking, I don't know how to be in the world without him in it. I don't have a single memory of him not being in the world with me. Um, and so it's not just that he loved Lazarus, which he did, mm-hmm. but to see these people he care about you know, weeping and suffering and, and, you know, my, uh, partially cynical self also, you know, half the Jews are like, see how he loved him. But some are like, well, couldn't he have kept him from dying? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's, um, and to me, it strikes me as then Jesus just becomes something we use to get what we want. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he's greatly disturbed by the time he gets to the tomb. It's it's a great model of of um, of mourning, right? Of of or or just being in a community of. Uh, so often we feel more comfortable in the fixing stage than than the mourning stage, and so uh, Jesus exists in that pain before uh, we get to resurrection. Yeah. Jesus exists in that and that deep distress with the community before we get to the hope of resurrection, uh, yeah. which I think is a pretty incredible model of as Christians, we do point to the hope of resurrection, but not immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, that Jesus sits in the grief first. Yeah, I think that's very true. And um, yeah, you know, I ran into a friend who has um, a child, my daughter's age. And I was like, you know, how's the child doing? And she was like, well, Right now they're at home cleaning their room for the fifth hour because they are such a messy person. And I felt such relief, Brett, <laughs> because my children, too, live in squalor no matter what I do. And um, and so that kind of idea that even in my deepest pain, that Jesus knows that yeah. and knows us mm-hmm. and loves us anyway and says into that darkness, be unbound. Well, with that, we're going to end with a small part of my favorite poem by Wendell Berry. So, friends, every day, do something that won't compute. 
Give your approval to all you cannot understand and ask the questions that have no answers. Put your faith in two inches of humus that build under the trees every thousand years. Laugh. Be joyful, though you have considered all the facts. Practice resurrection. Amen. And just as a reminder, we will not be having new episodes the next two weeks, the 14th through the 25th, but we'll be back with new episodes after that. We will be putting up replayed episodes and there will be sermons up, so still be sure to tune in. But if you're looking for the fresh new voices, you'll have to wait for There'll a couple Brett of weeks. There'll be Brett's sermons, and they'll be uh, really good, super so you fresh. want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend, and we'll be back in two weeks. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Thank you.